Good morning, friends. Today is Monday, the 29th of August, 2022. Our readings for this morning are Psalm 25, Job 12, 1 through 6, and 13 through 25, Acts 11, 19 through 30, and the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verses 21 through 32. Believing that God made and loves the world, we gather. That it may be reshaped to fulfill God's purposes, we pray. To seek a wisdom deeper than our own thinking, we listen. To honor God who gave us voice, we worship. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask on for ourselves and on behalf of others, those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let, your mouth, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Worship God in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us worship. Come, let us sing a song to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Worship God in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us worship. Psalm 25. To you, O God, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Do not let me be put to shame. Do not let my enemies exalt over me. Do not let those who wait for you be put to shame. Let them be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O God. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Be mindful of your mercy, O God, 
and of your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me. For your goodness sake, O God. Good and upright is God. Therefore God instructs sinners in the way. God leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble God's way. All the paths of God are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep God's covenant and God's decrees. For your name's sake, O God, pardon my guilt, for it is great. Who are they that fear God? God will teach them the way that they should choose. They will abide in prosperity, and their children shall possess the land. The friendship of God is for those who fear God, and God makes God's covenant known to them. My eyes are ever toward God, for God will pluck my feet out of the net. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. Relieve the troubles of my heart and bring me out of my distress. Consider my affliction and my trouble and forgive all my sins. Consider how many are my foes and with what violent hatred they hate me. O oh, guard my life and deliver me. Do not let me be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. May integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all its troubles. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Job, chapter 12, verses 1 through 6, and 13 through 25. Then Job answered, no doubt you are the people, and wisdom will die with you. But I have understanding as well as you. I am not inferior to you. Who does not know such things as these? I am a laughingstock to my friends. I, who called upon God and was answered by God, a just and blameless man, I am a laughingstock. Those at ease have contempt for misfortune, but it is ready for those whose feet are unstable. The tents of robbers are at peace, and those who provoke God are secure, who bring their God in their hands. With God are wisdom and strength. God has counsel and understanding. If God tears down, no one can rebuild. If God shuts someone in, no one can open up. If God withholds the waters, they dry up. If God sends them out, they overwhelm the land. With God are strength and wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver are God's. God leads counselors away stripped and makes fools of judges. God looses the sash of, of sovereigns and binds a waistcloth on their loins. God leads priests away stripped and overthrows the mighty. God deprives of speech those who are trusted and takes away the discernment of the elders. God pours contempt on princes and loses, looses the belt of the strong. God uncovers the deeps out of darkness and brings deep darkness to light. God makes nations great, then destroys them. God enlarges nations, then leads them away. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle C, the Song of Hannah. 
My heart exalts in you, O God. My triumph song is lifted in you. My mouth derides my enemies, for I rejoice in your salvation. There is none holy like you, nor any rock to be compared to you, our God. Do not heap up prideful words or speak in arrogance. Only God is knowing and weighs all actions. The bows of the mighty are broken, but the weak are clothed in strength. Those once full now labor for bread. Those who hungered now are well fed. The childless woman has borne sevenfold, while the mother of many is forlorn. God destroys and brings to life, casts down and raises up, gives wealth or takes it away, humbles and dignifies. God raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with the rulers and inherit a place of honor. For the pillars of the earth are God's, on which the whole earth is founded. A reading from the Epistle of Acts, chapter 11, verses 19 through 30. Now those who were scattered because of the persecution that took place over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, and they spoke the word to no one except Jews. But among them there were some men of Cyprus and Cyrene who, coming on to Antioch, spoke to the Hellenists also, proclaiming the Savior Jesus. The hand of God was with them, and a great number became believers and turned to God. News of this came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When Barnabas came and saw the grace of God, he rejoiced, and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to God with steadfast devotion. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a great many people were brought to God. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So it was that for an entire year they met with the church and taught a great many people. And it was in Antioch that the disciples were first called Christians. At that time, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up and predicted by the Spirit that there would be a great famine over all the world. And this took place during the reign of Claudius. The disciples determined that according to their ability, each would send relief to the, each would send relief to the believers living in Judea. And this they did, sending it to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle L, A Song of Christ's Humility Though in the form of God, Christ Jesus did not cling to equality with God, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, and was born in human likeness. Being found in human form, they humbled themselves and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted them and given them the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ reigns over all, to the glory of God the Creator.
The Holy Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. John chapter 8, verses 21 through 32. Again, Jesus said to them, I am going away, and you will search for me, but you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. Then the Jews said, Is Jesus going to kill himself? Is that what they mean by saying, Where I am going, you cannot come? Jesus said to them, You are from below, I am from above. You are from this world, I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins, for you will die in your sins unless you believe that I am the one. They said to Jesus, Who are you? Jesus said to them, Why do I speak to you at all? I have much to say about you and much to condemn, but the one who sent me is true, and I declare to the world what I have heard from this one. They did not understand that Jesus was speaking to them about God. So Jesus said, When you have lifted up the incarnate, then you will realize that I am the one, and that I do nothing on my own, but I speak these things as the Creator instructed me. And the one who sent me is with me. This one has not left me alone, for I always do what is pleasing to this one. As Jesus was saying these things, many believed. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Let us affirm our faith together. With the whole church, we affirm that we are made in God's image, befriended by Christ, empowered by the Spirit. With people everywhere, we affirm God's goodness at the heart of humanity, planted more deeply than all that is wrong. With all creation, we celebrate the miracle and wonder of life, the unfolding purposes of God, forever at work in ourselves and in the world. God be with you and also with you. Let us pray. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We'll use Suffrages Set A, beginning at the bottom of page 97. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O God, in all the world. For only in you can we live in safety. Guide, Lord, keep the nations under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. 
A collect for the renewal of life. O God, sovereign eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into morning. Drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. As a prayer for mission, we will use, as we have been, a prayer attributed to St. Francis. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Just a couple of thoughts on the readings, and then um, we will close in prayer together. So quickly, friends, um, something that I was put in mind of throughout the psalm, the first portion of which really reminds us over and over again that it is God's doing. And then in our other readings, um, particularly our reading from Job, I think it was, um, we are reminded that God is more powerful than any other. And for me, that's a relief to remember that it's not through my own strength. It's not even through my own will, but it is through God's. I, I know it's become trite. It's said so often, but we really don't earn anything that comes from God. We don't earn the beauty of creation. We don't earn the joy that we experience when we are immersed in the beauty of creation. It is all God's and I, I cannot, I cannot have enough. Um, I have a beloved person in my life who is much as I have a tendency to be. And as my father had a tendency to be a perfectionist and he gets so upset with himself for not being perfect. And I, I wish, and maybe this is the right time to pray for it, that they could just lay down the need for per perfection. This, um, this lie that they believe that they must be perfect in order to be loved and successful and good and righteous. It is God's and God's alone. And then also um, one other thing I want to say is in the gospel reading where Jesus um, says that 
they is the one. It makes me think about um, <laughs> Neo being the one in the matrix, which harkens back to a conversation I was having while I was rowing this weekend. But we tell ourselves, you know, we, we humans tell ourselves the savior story over and over again and in all these different ways. And sometimes we present the savior as maybe what some part of us wished them to be. Um, certainly the some of, not all of, of course, but the stories preceding Christ coming pictured Christ very differently. So sometimes in the story we tell ourselves, the savior, the one is stronger and craftier and wilier and wins by might and skill and cunning or sees through the matrix or, you know, what, whatever the special gifts and talents are, has, has the magic, you know? And in reality, Christ was more than any of this. Christ was in, perhaps Christ was incomprehensible. And that's why we keep telling ourselves these stories is to try to make comprehension of something. But I would like to just sit in awe and wonder at the magnificence of a being who, among many other things, reconciled us to all creation, healed the rift in the cycle, in the circle of life, and made us whole united as it says elsewhere one being and with all creation amen well unfortunately i have got to wrap this up because i have got to get going friends so um let us take a moment of silence and lift circle in love and hold in the light those whom the Spirit has placed upon our hearts for prayer. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when we are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of us. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God.
The wisdom of God, the love of God, and the grace of God strengthen us to be Christ's hands and heart in this world. In the name of the Holy Trinity, amen.